Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And we have a banger coming up. Over the next three hours, Matt Eumann's on the show in 30 minutes from right now. We'll talk to him for a half an hour. He is excellent on college basketball. He has 10 outright bets. I mean, can we even get to them in a half an hour? 10 outright bets in these conference tournaments and two games that he likes today. Jensen Lewis, MLB Network Radio, on the new rules in that sport and some futures that he likes. And Aaron Moore, VEASAN contributor today. A couple of games that he likes on the board. And uh, a number one seed that he's going to be fading during the madness. We'll get to last night's action in 15 minutes. We need to start NFL. Uh, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a day old now, but Derek Carr signed yesterday with the Saints. It, you know, Here's what it comes down to. It's four years, $150 million. $100 million is guaranteed. Broken down even more, it's like two years for $60 million for this guy. Here, here's my, you've heard everything from this so far. Here's my one takeaway from this that you may or may not have heard so far. I want to know who Carolina is going to get at quarterback, and I want to bet Carolina to win that division. Short and sweet. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah, but you want to know who the yeah, but it's a. Big, I have to know. Yeah, you can't do it now. See what they. Uh, no, if it's Lamar Jackson, I'm all in. Is he an upgrade over Dalton Winston? That, that Dalton, I say yes slightly. Winston, I'm not so sure. Right. The contract's crazy. No matter how you slice it, I also thought Michael Lombardi made a great point on the GM shuffle. 
you're Dennis Allen. You played him. He had the worst game of the season against yeah. you. Huh? They didn't cross midfield till late in the second half. How mm. bad they were. So that's a, another thing about why you liked him and weren't in love. And, and the Jets couldn't close the deal. So I'll pose you the question Ross Tucker tweeted as well. If Rodgers stays, who's the Jets quarterback? And Garoppolo goes to the Raiders. Probably Zach Wilson. Oh, God. Oh, I don't no. think that's going to happen, though. This is so juicy, and we have so much great content on this network at, uh, all, at all times, right? On this part, what you're getting right now, this platform, TV and radio, on the website, vcin.com, and on all of our podcasts. Michael Lombardi's podcast yesterday, the GM Shuffle, for like 12 minutes straight. I'm just like, this is, he, he never stopped talking. Oh, he's great. And as Femi so said, you just, uh, you just emptied the chamber. And he said, no, I got more. I got more. Yep. And so your question about Rodgers, Lombardi said there is so much going on behind the scenes. He said the divorce is happening between Green Bay and Rodgers. Uh, probably a first-round pick and another pick based on how much longer Rodgers eventually plays. We could have a resolution on that by the end of the week. The, the, the new report is he's, they're finally talking, Rodgers and the Jets. And apparently it was, he's open to playing with the Jets now. I don't know what took so long. Why, why doesn't Green Bay just say what they want? Tell them the truth. Right. We don't want you. you. You pissed us off. We you, gave you that money. You, you skipped workouts. You didn't develop a rapport with the wide receivers. And to our point, you got hot late in the year. We could have made the playoffs. Right. So are they afraid that he's going to get, he's just going to say, okay, you're going to piss me off, then I'm going to retire. You're going to get nothing for me in return. Are they afraid of that happening? You know what this is? It's such a small, it's 100,000 people. I'm from that state. It is small town, high school sweetheart mentality. It's Midwest nice. That's exactly what it is. Tell him to this, go to hell. This guy, this does not play out like this if Rodgers had been in New York his whole career. The media would absolutely destroy the guy. He, yep. it would, they would not allow it to happen. In Green Bay, what, do whatever you want. You can control the entire state. And so far that's happened. Rich yep. Eisen added this yesterday. NFL Network, he was at the Combine the entire weekend. He said the Packers hope Rodgers will not want to come back, and he heard it over and over and over again. Yep. People would not stop telling him that. They're done with him. Get out. And the other thing he said was, you don't even have to ask people. Everyone volunteers and just gives it up. Like, uh, you know, it's prom night where it's, uh, oh, because you see the same people at the workouts, at the restaurants, at the bar. It's the same people. Oh, I got one for you. And it's just, you know, everyone turns into a teenage girl and it's all gossip. And yep. Talk, talk, talk. The, the, the deeper we get into this every single year and the more people who I know, and have been there, it sounds like the NFL Combine, honestly, to be there in person would be one of the juiciest weekends of the entire year. Because exactly what you said. Indianapolis is a great downtown, but it's all close, and there's only like you know a handful of restaurants and bars that are going to be open that late, and everybody goes to the same spot, and then everybody starts talking. Yeah. And a lot of it is truth. No, you are right. Between Lombardi, the gossip, and everything coming down the last couple days, I can't keep This is crazy. Titans are shopping Henry. Hopkins is available. Uh, the Cowboys continue to spend an ungodly amount of money at the running back position like it's 1982, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Rodgers could leave, uh, and it's it's not pretty in Baltimore. No, it's not pretty it's at not all. pretty. Uh, and some more on this from Lombardi. He said, Lamar's going to get franchised. That deadline is later on today, and this is what could happen. It could be the non-exclusive, right, because it's very ugly between these two, and if that's the non-exclusive, this is why he added this. Polls, the GM of the Bears, came out and said that he's been offered a 2024 first, a 2025 first, and other stuff. And Lombardi said, and he's spot on, if he had that offer on the table, he would have taken it already. Because really, the Bears might not have control of the quarterback market with that number one pick. Because if the Ravens put the non-exclusive on Lamar Jackson, Paulie, I will ask you, 
if you're Carolina? Do you then actually make the offer and sign Lamar Jackson to see if Baltimore's going to match that, giving away two first-round picks, because that's what you have to do yep. if you sign him on the non-exclusive. Would you rather give away two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson or two to the Bears for an unknown quarterback? That's right. Not even close. Huh? I said that last week. That I totally agree. That's the move. Absolutely. That's can, why the Ravens are playing this brilliantly. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, the other thing is it, it's ugly here about did he not, could he have played but decided not to with the contract? That's a whole nother ball game. Then you got Bateman going back and forth with uh, the front office too about what they said in the GM. So that that is a whole bad look, bad look all the way around. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's you. You have to do that if you're Carolina or Atlanta for that matter. I mean, going back to what we started with, the Saints have to be the favorite by default. Look, you, you got Trask, Ritter, and Corral are the other quarterbacks well, for the other three teams in the divisions. It stands now. But I think the Buccaneers are actually going to go with Trask the way it seems. Right, Falcons, probably same thing with Ritter. They could make a move, but Carolina's not going to go with Matt Corral. No. Like, that's not going to happen. And if that team, if that plays out today, and the Ravens put, you know, the non-exclusive on Lamar Jackson, and Carolina would, oh my God, Carolina's a contender not only for that division, but in the NFC. That defense, the only problem is, first-year head coach, I would have liked it a lot more if Wilkes would have been retained. Um, Lombardi also pointed this out, GM Shuffle Podcast. The one place Lamar wants to play, beyond any doubt, is Miami. Lombardi added, I know that. Mm-hmm. He wants to play in Miami. It's home. And according to Josina Anderson, NFL reporter, Miami could absolutely be in the quarterback market. They should be. One more hard hit to his career could be over. They have so, to be. That's so how they have to look they, at it. So could they actually realistically be in, be in play for Lamar Jackson? Or here's another one. Eisen said the juiciest thing that he heard was Tom Brady might not be done. Now, if that happens, and he I'm said, done he, with the guy. He, he, then he said, yeah. watch out for Miami. Oh, my God. Oh, so am I. I mean, I just, I'm much more interested in what happens with Rodgers than I am with Brady. But the other tidbit, late last year, Phillip Rivers reached out to the 49ers and the Dolphins about coming back. Mm-hmm. The Niners did the right thing. They went with Purdy. Sure. But how about the, why did the Dolphins not say yes to that? It was Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson? That's a great question, you Paul. Have, you have Hill and Waddle? You, you, you said no to that? That's a dangerous team. Well, if you could get yeah. Phillip Rivers to come. Well, who, like, come who, on, who, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Oh. Who knows what kind of shape he's in, though? I mean, there are so many X factors to that possibility. But I think you had to kind of like at least have the, have the discussion. I would have right? worked them out. Behind closed doors, bring sure. him in and have a conversation. Yeah. It also speaks to... Rivers have been retired now for, what, two years? One year, two years? He's got nine kids. He's probably like, yeah, yep. this is not for me. This is not fun. What, what, what was I what thinking was here? I, I need to go back. Maybe he wants to make a comeback yeah. this year somewhere. But these teams are going to be filled up at quarterback. And here's one more that Michael Lombardi said. The Rams, they're not necessarily shopping Matthew Stafford, but they would be dumb not to listen. If somebody called them and said, hey, what do you think? How's it going, everybody? Your thoughts on Matthew Stafford? They'd be like, oh, interesting. This is a, this is a new one for us. Yeah. He has a, a bonus coming up that they cannot get out of. And they're not dumb. Rams are a pretty smart organization. They've made some dumb signings over the years. But if they could get out of that contract and move on and pick, pick up the pieces beyond that and get rid of Ramsey on top of that, okay, if the offer was there, could happen. Yeah, yeah, could happen. That I- was, I mean, it, oh, this and- week alone. Well, what can you what can you get for Henry if you're Tennessee? Points bet put the odds up. The Dolphins are the favorite 
co-favorites along with the Bengals. Then you got the Chiefs and Bills up there. I mean, that is... Absolute ceiling. Could you get a second-round pick? I don't know. But that's unfortunate. You have to move Brown and Henry because of the con- the con- contract with Tannehill is so absurd. Yeah. And what he's doing. Jesus. See, see that's what happens when teams... And it ha- every team does it, right? What's the rush? Why are you doing that? Right? Maybe I'd like to see Hopkins, some if he could get to Dallas... I think that'd be a good fit. Well, that would be a really good fit. If that then. could happen. Yeah, that's uh, big. Yeah, and and it's it's quite clear the Bears are going to trade this pick at this point. Eisen said the Bears are way down the road on this, and compensation is being worked on for the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. Let's get it done this week, right? That would be great. Get that done. I don't. I don't want to, just for betting on the NFL draft purposes. Please, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want this like week of. Let's make it right now. But uh, man, oh man, things right. are really heating up. That does it happens every year now around the combine. Sure, and it's a good story. I don't know what you can compare this to. That the guy was a massive bust, didn't play for years, and then has a good year and he gets rewarded. Gino, you don't think that contract's going to come back to bite him though? Three for one hundred five, fifty-two, and in, in year one, come on, how's that going to look in two years? But at least good for him. Bet Rivers Online book the place to be. You get to win ten thousand dollars in bonus money by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers squares. This basketball season, place a qualifying bet, get a square on the house. If your numbers on your square match the score, you win. Full terms and conditions available, betriversquares.com. If I had to bet on it, and I already did, Rodgers will go to the Jets. I have them 45-1 to for the Super Bowl in pocket. Win-lose up next, including a look at last night's championship week action. A team opened one and a half, closed eight, and they needed a miracle to cash your ticket. Details on that coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Everything going on at Bet Rivers Dynamite Menu. Great house specials. You're going up to ten thousand in bonus money by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers squares. Place a qualifying bet, get a square on the house. If the numbers match, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Go get it. Here we go. Matt Humans joins the program now for the next. 30 minutes or thereabouts. He is a host here on VSIN, his new show, VSIN Tonight with Wes Reynolds, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, in the evening. The dude never sleeps. He's going to handicap golf after he's done with us. Then he might get 15 minutes on a nap. Uh, this is great, Matt, because you have like 10 outrights that you like for these conference tournaments and uh, a couple of games for tonight as well. I was watching your show last night, and when you guys were talking about the Big Ten, I was glad to see that you made a bet on Indiana. I like being on the same side as you, specifically in conferences that you follow all year long, and Big Ten is one of them. And you made a case for Indiana. Uh, tell us why you like the Hoosiers here uh, to make a deep run in the Big Ten, Matt. Well, the luck of the draw, for one thing, because Indiana uh, really caught a huge break. When it came back to beat Michigan and win that game in overtime on Sunday, that got Indiana the number three seed in the Big Ten tournament on the bottom half of that bracket with uh, Minnesota, Nebraska, Maryland, Penn State, Illinois, and Northwestern. And if Indiana had lost that game to Michigan, it would have been the eight seed. So instead of getting the eight, Indiana gets the three and the weaker half of the bracket. And not only that, Indiana's got two first-round draft picks. Talking about uh, Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen hood Shafino. I still think uh, the the top-end talent, Indiana's got it in the Big Ten. It's kind of lacking in that conference this year, but the Hoosiers got two players who can carry you offensively. And, uh, you know, here's a little-known fact. The Big Ten tournament, I think, is on 25 years now. Indiana has never won it. What? <laughs> yes. Never won the Big Ten tournament. So it could be a first time for everything. And I think the um, the Hoosiers are uh, the type of team here that uh, – they don't have to play great basketball to get past, let's say you get past Maryland, to get past Northwestern or Penn State, somebody like that, just to get to the title game and possibly a third matchup with uh, Purdue or maybe you know run into Iowa or Michigan State. The path to the Big Ten championship is uh, paved for Indiana right here. Uh, you know, might run into Purdue, and that would be difficult to win that game three times. But I think a plus 550, which is still out there at DraftKings, and it was at Circa last night uh, when I bet it, it's uh, It sets up really well for the Hoosiers. Again, the luck of the draw is a big part of it here. And you talk about value when you're betting conference tournaments. Purdue at plus 180 or Indiana at plus 550. you got to take the Hoosiers on that bet. I've never seen anything quite like the Big Ten race this season. Mm-hmm. Purdue's 15-5, and five, won the conference by three games. And behind that, you have like that train wreck in Ohio or a 10-car pileup. You basically got 10 teams with the same record essentially in conference. And Indiana gets uh, fortunate to draw the number three seed. So uh, I think that um, 
the Hoosiers are plus 550 are one of the better bets out there in conference tournaments. I'll just talk about one game, too. Coming up, there's no line out for it yet. Okay. But I'm going to play Michigan over Rutgers on Thursday. The Wolverines desperately need a win here. They're off two back-to-back overtime losses to Illinois and Indiana. They won at Rutgers 58-45 to on February 23rd. And Hunter Dickinson's really playing great basketball right now. 27.5 points, 15 rebounds in the last two. ton of conference tournaments out here. We're the home of championship week. Let's go with the Mountain West. And some people have them last four in, maybe the 11-12 line with Nevada 6-1 to to win the conference tournament. State your case for the Wolfpack. Yeah, and all these conference tournament lines I'm talking about are either at Circa, DraftKings, Westgate Superbook, or BetMGM. And 6-1 to on Nevada still out there. And the Wolfpack have a big three. They can match up with anybody in the conference, including San Diego State and Baker, Blackshear, and Lucas. And it's a really good free-throw shooting team as well. And I think, you know, being the last team in in Joe Lenardi's bracket right now after losing to Wyoming and UNLV last week, yeah. I don't think there's going to be a team that shows up hungrier or more motivated for the conference tournament than Nevada. And Steve Alford's had a lot of success in conference tournaments at Iowa, at New Mexico, and I think he's an underrated coach. Plus, Nevada is in the top half of that bracket with San Diego State, and I think the Aztecs being a lock into the field aren't going to be as uh, motivated here. Uh, in the early games, I like New Mexico over Wyoming and uh, Air Force catching the points against UNLV, but I'm playing Nevada 6-1 to one to win this thing. I think the, the Wolfpack are live here. All right. Will Hill gave this out yesterday as well. How about the Pac-12? What do you uh, t- mm-hmm. Take us through the Washington State process. Well, this is a long shot here, 20 to 1 on the Cougars. And, you know, you like to bet on hot teams going into conference tournaments. And the Washington State's won six in a row. Now, yes, against some of the weaker teams in the pack. But Washington State also draws kind of a first round bye here against Cal. And also in the top half of that bracket, this UCLA injury to Jalen Clark is going to be significant. I hate to see this. 6'5 guard. He's an elite defensive player, 13 points, six rebounds a game. And. He's probably UCLA's second-best player, second or third-best player. Mick Cronin is only going six players deep, uh, really only uh, playing six guys significant minutes. You take Jalen Clark out of that rotation, I don't think he's going to play in the conference tournament. He'll be lucky if he can come back for the big tournament. Uh, That weakens that top half of the bracket, makes it more likely that Washington State can make a run. And uh, T.J. Bamba and two more big-time uh, players, this Washington State team is legit. They won at Arizona 74-61 on January 7th. So if you're looking for a long shot in the Pac-12, I think it's got to be Washington State at 20-1. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest, host here on the network, also senior editor at vsin.com. I want to give uh, credit to viewer of the show, Dan uh, Kuster. Yes. Um, who pointed yep. this out on Twitter, Matt. He said, I'm going to stay quiet while every expert ignores a Missouri team with a double buy. This was a great observation from Dan. I miss this. He can't believe that he got 45 to 1 on Missouri. Think about this. They have a double buy into the quarters, and they're more than likely going to get Tennessee in their first game, and you can expand on that. Missouri can win that game, and if they win that game, they'll be playing uh in the semifinals, and it was I don't I never saw 45 to 1. 30 to 1 is the best I can find, but I thought that was a great angle for a team with a double buy in one of these tournaments. Yeah, no doubt about it. Missouri and Dan's right about that. And it was sharp for him to grab that 35-1 to 1 because 
uh, the, again, the bracket breaks really well for Missouri because Tennessee is the five seed and has played in the previous round, and the point guard, Zakai Ziegler, is out, and that makes uh, things a lot more easier for Missouri. Plus, this is a Missouri team that won at Tennessee when uh, the balls were at full, full strength. Missouri, 23-8, and 11-7 in the conference, has won four in a row coming into it, and like you said, in the top half of that bracket, you get Tennessee, Mississippi State, and Alabama to contend with. Uh, but I've been fading Bama, and I, I think Bama's going to be a really good team to continue fading here. Yes. And Missouri's got, you know, Missouri's also got one of the better players in the SEC in Kobe Brown, who averages 15.9 points and shoots 45% from three. So in the top half of that bracket, yeah, you can see Missouri coming out of it. Take down Bama, you got 30 to 1 odds. That's a really good bet. And then the bottom half of the bracket, I think Arkansas is going to be a team that shows up hungry with mm-hmm. a lot to prove here off a, a couple of losses. Arkansas faces Auburn, catches Texas A&M. You got Kentucky in the bottom half. That was a good win for the Wildcats in Fayetteville over the weekend. But Eric Musselman has got, again, high end talent here and a team that's going to be motivated. And I think Arkansas, if you want to play, a team in the top half of the bracket, Missouri, and the bottom half, Arkansas, at 12-1. to 1. Less than two minutes here in this segment. Matt Eumann's mm-hmm. our guest, by the way. Explain, uh, you want you, you did take a 2-1 to one with Utah Valley in the WAC? Well, Utah Valley is by far the best team in that conference. I don't like taking these little prices. And again, if uh, you want to roll over the money lines and play it that way, you might be able to get a little bit better on some of these. But I'll just talk about the conference tournament prices. Utah Valley is off a 44-point win. Uh, in the in the season finale, and Mark Mad Dog Madsen's done a hell of a job with this team, and you got three first team All Conference players for the Wolverines. It's by far, I I think, in my estimation, by far the best team in the conference. A plus two hundred, I'll take Utah Valley to win the whack. And by the way, I think Mad Dog's got to get that Stanford job. You got to get Jared Haas out of there, and okay. Mark Mad Dog Madsen's got to be the next Stanford coach. Yep, I think there you're right. Go. By the way, guys, did you? And we'll have more of Mad's bets coming up in the next five minutes, or in about five minutes. Do you guys realize that uh, at William Hill in Nevada and beyond, and I'm, I'm guessing other sports books as well, they allow not only parlays, but they allow round robins as well in these conference tournaments. That is sexy. That's juicy. That is, <laughs> yes. That can get out of hand in a hurry. It, it can, oh, but it, yeah. it's, it's one way to really like wow. examine where you can. Uh, I, I just, I love the idea. I was on the app last night tinkering around for like an hour. I'm like, I got to find sure. a way to, you know, try to. Get some good bets here in. And That's how you tune a, a, turn the uh, toothpick into a lumberyard yep. right there. So, Matt, stay tuned. <laughs> um, we'll have more conference tournaments uh, and outrights from you coming up next, including who you like in the Big East, another Power Six, who you like in the ACC. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't uh, believe what he's doing in the Oh, East. boy. Uh, <laughs> he likes two games tonight, and I have to get your opinion on Gonzaga now opening up this morning at about mm-hmm. a three-and-a-half-point favorite over St. Mary's. That's all, that's all coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Join the team, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year, only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting every game against the spread, we'll get you ready for every game, every round of the tournament, every bet, every host, every guest, the bracket, the betting guide. 
break down all 68 teams, Musburger's picks as well, $19 through the end of the tournament, $19, vcin.com slash subscribe. We roll on with Matt Humans, vcin host, senior editor, vcin.com. Double shot at Humans here. Uh, we continue with his picks in the conference tournaments. He also likes a couple plays tonight, which we'll get to. You like Duke? I can't. Your dear, dear friend, Coach K, is gone. And you, you think Duke has some upside, and they're also the favorite to win the ACC tournament. Take us through it. Yeah, Duke's a lot more likable now that Coach K's gone. I like <laughs> John Shire. Uh, I, I did grab 3-1 to one on Duke at the uh, Westgate. It's plus 2, I think, plus 280, 290, about the best you can grab out there right now. But I think this team's got some upside. I really like Kyle Filipowski, 7-foot freshman. He's a stud. And some of these young uh, guys who were so hyped coming into the season who were you know, got off to slow starts, coming off injuries over the summer. I think you're seeing a Duke team that's actually starting to peak. Uh, so I do think there's some upside with the Blue Devils, and they're more dependable, uh, I think, than Miami, which uh, the Hurricanes, not good enough defensively for me to buy in here. By the way, Duke was undefeated at home this season. I don't think many people know that, but uh, Duke also has won six in a row. So you're talking about teams that come into the conference tournaments hot. The Blue Devils are one of those. Okay, Big East. This is surprising from a price standpoint. You like UConn. They are in the 4-5. And I want to go against Providence in the first round. No doubt about it. But the quarterfinal game Thursday, 11-30 Pacific. Providence-UConn. You think UConn obviously wins this game and you like UConn to to, uh, win the Big East tournament? I like UConn a lot. This is a team that's uh, very physical and tough. There's going to be a tough out for anybody. The guards can play a little bit better, but... uh, to me, UConn's been the best team in the Big East all season. Villanova's a team that's interesting, too. Now, it's going to be a tough path to navigate for Villanova to get to the title game. And 12 to 1s, that price is just not good enough to get me there. Uh, if, you, if you put Villanova up around 18 or 20 to 1, I'd probably bet it, but I can't get there. I think Marquette is uh, really good, but I think UConn's just tougher. And uh, plus, playing at the Garden, Paul, we were talking about yes. that during the break. And I, the location matters sometimes in these conference tournaments. And I think UConn, kind of like Syracuse used to have, I think UConn's got an edge playing at the Garden, so I'm going to go with the Huskies, a plus 220. All right, one long shot and another uh, favorite. Take us through the Big West, which is out here. Your pick there, and then you like a, a long shot in the A-10. Yeah, in the Big West, again, it's it's not the uh, the favorite, which is UC Irvine, but I'm going with UC Santa Barbara. Off a 20-point win over Hawaii to finish the uh, regular season. This is a 24-win team. Won four in a row. Uh, The number two choice on the odds board, but I think the best team in the conference. A.J. Mitchell is uh, one of the best players in the conference, too. Averages about 16 points a game. And Santa Barbara plus 275 is my pick there. What was the other conference you asked me about? Yeah, You like George Mason, A-10? George Mason's a long shot in the A-10, a team that's the Patriots won six in a row, 25-1 to to win the conference, which, yeah, you know, Dayton and VCU are the top teams in that conference, but I still feel that it's kind of wide open. And you got three, the Patriots have three really good players, and uh, Josh Oduro, Victor Bailey, and Ronald Polite. And a team kind of flying under the radar here and doesn't have the most difficult path to win this conference you're looking for long shots. I think George Mason, the 25 to 1, is a decent one in the A10. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans, our guest host here on the network, uh, senior editor at vsin.com. So, a couple of games that we have on the betting board today Gonzaga 
One last night against San Francisco out here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, and their fans travel, I mean, exceedingly well to the city every single year. They take it over. There will be thousands upon thousands inside that small arena tonight. That number opened up three and a half, Matt, against St. Mary's. I, what do you think happens with this number today? Because I, in my opinion, it might touch four, but I don't think sharp money will let it go uh, beyond that. Where are you at with that game? Yeah, you're right. I, I thought in two and a half, so three and a half or four, you would get, uh, I think you would get sharp money on the Gales. I bet Gonzaga minus 120 to win this conference tournament before it started. Tim Murray and I talked about this on the BCN College Basketball Betting Podcast last week. I thought 120 would be a good number if you got to the title game against uh, St. Mary's. I think the money line right now is minus 140 or 145, so you're getting a, a little discount there, but Zags just have more ways to beat you, and uh, they have veterans, guys like Drew Timmy and Julian Strother, who um, have been here and done that. And St. Mary's is a little bit younger. And actually, I watched start to finish both games between these teams this season. Gonzaga outplayed St. Mary's the first time in Moraga for the first 37 minutes, ended up losing in overtime. And then one last uh, a week ago Saturday, 77-68 in Spokane. Since February 1st, Gonzaga is number one in college basketball in adjusted offensive efficiency. I think St. Mary's is very limited on the offensive end, and um, I'm not as high on St. Mary's as a lot of people. I like the Zags to get, get the win tonight, but I certainly don't want to lay uh, more than three points. Okay, uh, going back to the last game of the regular season for the Fighting Irish, uh, they played their guts out for Mike Bray's last game yep. at home. That was senior night, and they had a hell of – and by the way, Notre Dame, all year long, they've been one of the worst teams in the country covering numbers. <laughs> Pittsburgh uh-huh. – they were the best team in the country, covering numbers in the entire country. So now that we're in the ACC tournament, does that continue as they're catching seven tonight against Fatek? Well, I've, I've been betting Notre Dame. I bet Notre Dame three times down the stretch and cash with them. They, they've come up short in some of those games. They did beat Pitt in Mike Bray's final home game last week. The, the thing that's interesting, I can't believe that Notre Dame has been this bad this season, 3-17 and 17 in the Big East because, or excuse me, in the ACC, because when you look at Notre Dame, you got four seniors who play heavy minutes on this team. Goodwin, uh, Lashevsky, Ryan, Wirtz. All these guys have been leaders for Mike Bray's team the past uh, few years. I thought Notre Dame was going to be a top 30 team this season. It's been really disappointing. But like I said, the Irish have continued to fight down the stretch. And I think this being the end for Mike Bray, you're going to get the best effort out of Notre Dame. It was a hangover performance against Clemson on Saturday. It was no surprise to see Notre Dame get blown out in this game. I think you're going to see Notre Dame fight here in the ACC tournament opener, and uh, I'll take seven. It's seven and a half out there at BetMGM, but it looks like seven across the market, and I think uh, the Irish are going to be the side tonight. Okay, one other game. You like Stephen F. Austin against Utah Tech, and it appears that this number could be moving this morning. Who do you, you who do you like here? Uh, I laid three with Stephen F. Okay. Austin. Their, their best player, uh, his last name's Hall, can't even pronounce his first name. He's got about 12 letters in it, but he's their top player. He's coming back. He missed the season ender. And you got Hawkins and Jossel, who are two other really good players. You got a big three for Stephen F. Austin. And Utah Tech was a 5-13 and 13 team in the WAC. Stephen F. Austin won 11 games and won 85-72 at Utah Tech in early January. I was surprised the number was this cheap, so I'll lay three with the Lumberjacks. Very cool. You can follow Matt on Twitter. He is at MattHumans247. His new show is called v Tonight with Wes, uh, Wes Reynolds. 
and it's 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. It is uh, excellent, and they are two guys who are superb on college hoops and golf, uh, specifically this time of year, so it's really, really good. Matt, thanks for the time today, and best of luck this week. Okay, you bet. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Great job. Okay. Well, as you said before, uh, the uh, segment started as well. Two guys who love college basketball and have, have followed it the entire year, too. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's a much must-watch this time of year. Yeah, I mean, they are into this stuff. I mean, they're up on it like in early November. Like, uh, And meanwhile, when football is hot and heavy and college football is coming down you know, the stretch and we're finding out who the playoff teams are going to be, NBA season just started, same with the NHL. They are all over college basketball from the get-go. Uh, it's very good. They also do a little, you know, because that, at that time of night, you're going to get some in-play action as well. Wes is really good with the in-play, and um, Matt likes to do it as well. So uh, it's very, very sharp. Because you're not going to get a lot of, if any, college basketball talk like anywhere else because it's just, you know, f- for people who don't bet on the sport, it's not the same sport that it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So other spots, all you're going to get this time of year is, uh, you know, NBA and um, NFL the entire time. That's pretty much going to be it. So uh, with college hoops, and it's such a big sport and a big time in this city alone, uh, the city crushes it. I can't wait to see uh, what this week looks like. Did you see what the Big Sky did? Their championship game's tomorrow. Good move, right? Because you're lost on Saturday night. Okay, yeah. But the game goes at 8.30 our time, tip. That's a little late. So if they get a... That's a good move because there's no... There's only, uh, I think, only one other title game that day. And the big boys start Thursday for the yep. most part. Yep. But if you just could have moved that up, you could have more eyeballs on that game. Then, of course, the one seed goes out in the court. Well, that doesn't do Eastern it. Eastern Washington. Yeah. Oh, no, but you see where the kid hit that shot from? A, from Northern from Arizona. way downtown. Oh, my God. That would have been a, a double bang from Mike Green. Oh, what a way to go out. Up next, blind resume and yes, no odds on teams to make the tournament. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Follow the Money on v Before you make your next bet, visit v Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Another way, v here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits every game, v Okay, we need to pay a little bit of attention to uh, what's going on in Major League Baseball with the new rules. And as this month progresses, we'll talk more and more baseball. There's so much going on. We'll squeeze some in here. And Jensen Lewis is a former Major League pitcher, now with MLB Network Radio. It was kind enough to join us here this morning. Good morning, sir. Thanks for the time today. How are you enjoying spring training? Uh, It's been great, guys. Unseasonably cold out in the desert. I can tell you that. So coming back from Arizona, I'm glad that you know, we're, we're getting things ro- uh, moving in the right direction. But, man, it is crazy to see these rule changes now and, and how quickly guys have either adapted to it or are still getting that onboarding process. Okay, so as a guy, again, who pitched in the league, and you were a quick worker, but I want to give you a couple of things that players have said. Max Scherzer, he thinks the pitchers have the edge. He said that right away. Spencer Strider said, generally speaking, it will uh, it, it, uh, the pitchers are going to have the advantage more often. We can control the tempo but his teammate, Matt Olson, disagreed and said, I think for pitchers, it will be a bigger transition. They may have to take a ball violation or just throw a pitch at the last second. 15-second shot clock, basically, when nobody's on base. 20 seconds when there is a runner on base. Who do you think has the edge? Yeah, I could see, honestly, Mitch, maybe later in games for starters, fatigue being an issue and knowing that you know these first couple of weeks of spring training, you're only having those starters go to maybe three innings. So as far as their training regiments are concerned, it's going to quicken the pitch-to-pitch you know, timeline of where they've got to be ready, they've got to have their thoughts all set, and then they've got to physically go ahead and deliver the pitch accurately. So I'm fascinated to see as we move into maybe those summer months and, and which guys are physically fit enough to get into that fifth, sixth, seventh inning and still maintain that pace and tempo. I think it may catch some of those guys that may not be as physically fit early on you might see some of those pitches not being delivered in those spots because of what the pitch clock is forcing them to do. Okay, one more then with the uh, the pitcher and the catcher combo, the battery here. Pitchcom is now available to communicate both ways between the two. But if a player clicks the wrong button for a pitch, time could become a factor. This was from Lucas Giolito from the White Sox. He said, quote, I had to shake myself off a couple <laughs> of times, and he was laughing was just getting used to the buttons and uh, where everything is. I accidentally called a pickoff with no one on base during a live batting practice session. It's phenomenal. Uh, my buddy's that cranky too. I thought it was hilarious when he was calling pitches himself and he was shaking himself off. Uh, you know, just one of those things that you look at in modern technology. I know Max Scherzer has been a guy that has really loved it and has been able to play with it. I think from a tempo perspective, guys, when you feel like you've got you know, the ability to, to literally start calling your game as soon as you get the ball back from the catcher. You know, you can kind of exchange ideas without that clock really starting for a couple of seconds. So, again, as with most of these rule changes, guys will start to get into habits. 
They'll start to get comfortable with it. Perfect time to work on all those things and work out the kinks in spring training. You saw an increase in the minor leagues when they added this. How about you can only throw over to first base twice per, per appearance? What, what does this mean for pitchers? And, and you got to get stolen bases now. They have to take advantage of this. And is there, can you find a prop? Could you get creative here, make some money with a guy who could steal a lot of bases with the new rule? Yeah, I think you might have some unlikely suspects here, Paulie, as far as those that could challenge for most stolen bases in the league this year. But it'll be the strategy, and I think more so late game, of you know left-handed relievers that come in and know that if you're in a tight game and guys are trying to get into scoring position, when do you throw over? Do you use that pitch clock like an NBA shot clock where you take it all the way down, try and get that runner kind of stuck in his tracks right there? And then also I think you're going to see an uptick in catchers after the pitch is delivered, throwing down to first base, one, to try and get a, a free out right there, but also to give their pitcher maybe a little bit of time to collect himself. So, again, these competitive advantage things that you see as we move forward in spring training, and I think as we get into the regular season, those first couple of months, a lot of teams will be taking notes of what works and then trying to create those edges, especially late in the season. Are you happy the shift is gone? Guys, I might still be playing with all the uh, two-out runs that I gave up with the, you know, <laughs> with the shift that happened. So I, I, I like it a lot for the left-handed hitters. I know in Cleveland we watched Jose Ramirez hit so many bullets into short right field and end up having outs there. So I'm, I'm, really, I'm really intrigued to see how not only these teams go about. We saw the Red Sox do it already, bringing the outfielder over and basically giving up left field altogether. When is that strategy deployed? And how often do you do it? I, I still think we'll see some teams get creative there. But, yeah, for me individually, I'm, I'm thrilled to see a little bit more offense. I heard a really good point from Adam Burke, who is really good on baseball. He's here at VEASAN. He brought up, with no shift now, Jensen, uh, pay attention to ground ball pitchers. Because if that's going to be a limit, right, if they're heavy into inducing ground balls, well, now all of a sudden there's no shift. And suddenly those outs are going to turn into, oh, look at that, see a nice single. Oh, oh there's another one down the left field line, whatever, or right field line, that might be something to absolutely have in your handicapping early on in the season. Yeah, and I, and I think also from run totals, guys, especially in the first five, you know, you think about starters that are more contact-oriented and obviously don't have the swing-and-miss stuff, you know, that first, second time around. I mean, a lot of those overs in the first five could become really enticing. So uh, interested to see if infielders, especially up the middle, shade into the hole a little bit more, if they're willing to give up the middle of the diamond, even though the pitcher right there being closest to the plate, I think that's a great point right there to kind of get those first three to four starts around to see those guys, especially in the cold weather climates too. If those seeing eye singles get through, you could see some run totals tick up a bit as well. Sure, and I will point this out. Uh, players, this is through fe- this is through like late last week. They were hitting 272 with an average of 11.9 runs per game. That's up from a batting average of 259 and 10.6 runs through the same time frame in 2022. So just for what it's worth in spring training games, same time frame here. Runs are up 1.3 per game and batting average up 13 points. And, and fabulous to go along with that, guys. The average game time is down, what, about 20, 25 minutes? Yes. So it's great to see more offense, but having it occur in a shorter amount of time as well. Yeah, well said. Where's Otani next year? Well, okay, so the smart money would say that Steve Cohen's not going to get outbid and the Dodgers not getting a major acquisition this past offseason, you know, letting Turner go, 
and and not spending a boatload of money, you would think that Andrew Freeman and company would be in there. You know, I, Artie Moreno not selling the club is a little bit of a whoa. You know, are are you really going to try and do this? To me, if he was going to be an angel, he would have already signed. They would have already offered him, you know, the five hundred oh. million or the fifty million AAV already. So I'm going to remove the Angels from from the conversation. I think it's Dodgers, Mets, and then there might be a dark horse in there somewhere. Maybe the Giants try and go all in and and really create a splash. But to me, it just feels like if it's not the Mets. He stays on the West Coast there, either in the American League or the National League. Does does he finish the 2023 season in an Angels uniform? That's a that's a great question. And oh. I, I look at the Angels win total, and I'm thinking, I like the over, but at the same time, it's 81, 83, yep. so that's still not getting you to the postseason. You would have to be overwhelmed, Mitch, with a, with a, a package we've never seen before at the trade deadline because of how impact you're not trading for one player. You're trading for two players with one person. So yeah. I think it'd be fascinating. I'll say yes at the moment. Cause I, the angels can hang in there. I like their pitching a little bit better. So I'll say, yeah, I think he stays at the deadline. Right. Great answer. There's no telling how much money he's going to get either with the, the oh. with the two players. Uh, that, that's well said. How do you feel tonight? Cleveland state. Let's go, boys. Man alive. Uh, Coach D-Rob in his first year getting these guys back to uh, the Horizon League title game for the for the tournament. Uh, love to see that output last night. Uh, Tristan Anaruna was fantastic. Uh, NKU is going to be a tough out, but mm-hmm. man alive. Second time in three years they're in the title game. Let's go Vikes. Let's see what they can do. I think tonight's game is going to be really, really yes. good. All right, so this is going to be – we're going to talk to you throughout the entire baseball season. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to tease, you mentioned maybe the Angels a look at the over for you. Give us like one win total, and we'll bring you on again uh, in the next week or two to get more futures from you. But wh- what's a win total that you like at this point? Yeah, I'm going to go with my boy uh, Tori Lovello and the Arizona Diamondbacks. I don't think they're getting a lot of love right now. I think they could really shock some people out west. I like their over. Um, I-, I think when you look at you know the Tampa Bay Rays, I- they're not getting enough respect either. I think they've got a real shot to surprise some people, even with the glass now injury. And I think one award winner for me, I know everyone is looking at Gunnar Henderson as the rookie of the year for the Baltimore Orioles. I would look at uh, Masataki Yoshida there in Boston. He's going to play every day. I know the Red Sox are going to stink this year, but he's going to get those opportunities. I think he'll be pretty impactful. Excellent. Great information. Follow him on Twitter. He is at JLU50. Jensen Lewis, former pitcher and uh, currently MLB Network Radio. Thanks so much, man. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Looking forward to it, guys. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. Uh, Billy Hamilton. The, the guy for the Reds who was so good at stealing bases, he brought up a great point. If you're on first base because of where the pitch clock is located, you're not going to have it directly in front of you. You're going to have to look behind the catcher to see it. Caught peeking? If the pitcher, bingo. Oh. But you have to time out how many times you're going to go to first, though. Yes. There's, strat- there's so much strategy involved now right. all of a sudden. I love it. Great. We will get into some uh, wild NFL news from VEASAN's very own Michael Lombardi coming up next. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hello, Nesson, calling all Massachusetts sports fans. Soon enough, DraftKings Sportsbook, Boston's hometown book, will be live right in Massachusetts. Bet on all your favorite sports and teams from the comfort of your own home. 
Bet local with DraftKings, the only book born and raised in Mass. All new customers who sign up use code VEASAN. Use the code VEASAN. You get up to $200 in bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated books. Get up there in uh, Mass. And hello, Nesson. We love you. Get up there. We'll start this hour with uh, more college basketball. The madness has been upon us now for a little while. It continues today and all week long. And uh, Aaron Moore does a great job. He's a contributor here at VSIN. His write ups that you're going to get it used to be in Point Spread Weekly. Now they'll be on the website at vsin.com. Very, very good. Uh, looking at future bets a lot of times. Aaron, thanks for the time today. You're also um, part of the Friday night college basketball betting contest. And I want to start with this. Uh, today you have a great angle on why you're going to be fading Alabama moving now it's been a good idea recently they're 0 four covering games since this Brandon Miller story came out but uh, w- what is your strategy here to go against this game uh, team maybe on a game-by-game basis or certainly once the tournament actually gets here uh, well thanks for having me Mitch and Pauly the idea of Alabama at eight to one to win the national championship They're high atop the odds board. They're next to Houston. They're next to Kansas. But the Brandon Miller story, the Brandon Miller saga, all of that aspect hasn't really happened yet for them. Yes, they faced some of the scrutiny during the end of these SEC games, but the media spotlight is going to get on Alabama. When the tournament starts, Alabama, Nate Oates, Brandon Miller, there is going to be mandatory press conferences that they're going to have to abide by. They're going to have to sit there and listen to these questions. And the idea that they're eight to one, similar to Kansas, I don't think that number really reflects the negativity that Brandon Miller is going to bring to this team. So definitely fading them for future options and then watch it as the tournament progresses, watch and see how Alabama deals with this pressure because then they become fade material during the tournament. That's a great observation because you're getting all the all the mainstream media news outlets coming in and converging on them. And even like like the SID has been saying basketball questions only. All oh, this goes away now. You have to be out there and meet with everybody, and you have to take your medicine. So, Paulie, I'm sure you've seen all those old Bobby Knight, Coach K mm-hmm. press conferences from the past where they were just getting upset because they're bombarded by questions upon questions. Well, they never had to face questions about one of their star players in a very significant crime. So you're going to have Nate Oates dealing with these questions every round Alabama moves on. They can't protect him. Brandon Miller is going to have to face the media spotlight. And we can't definitely say how it impacts them on the court, but clearly being asked these questions, Brandon Miller, the star player being put under the spotlight, it has to have an impact, and yet Alabama is still one of the favorites. I think that's off. Yeah, so they're going to be a one seed, um, I think, regardless of how the SEC tournament plays out. And if that's the case, then some of the twos they could be looking at, Aaron, either you know UCLA, Texas, a Baylor type, maybe in Arizona, currently listed on the three line are teams like Marquette, K-State, Gonzaga, a Tennessee, or maybe a UConn in there. You're saying that also to like to win their region, you're not going to be betting on this team at all. You would look further down the board. Yeah, Mitch, the way I would describe it is I think the placement of Alabama high on the odds board is creating almost like a donut. 
that it gives Houston at six to one a little bit more value. It gives Kansas at eight to one a little bit more value. And then those teams below Alabama, where their odds are a little bit higher, I'll take UConn, 16 to one. Right now, I think that's the best value on the board. If we take Alabama out of that mix, UConn, which might be a three seed, maybe a four seed, very, very possibly a two, or I shouldn't say possible, very unlikely a two seed. They're in that ballpark. They are at 16 to one. That is a team that can get to a regional final. That's a team that could maybe make the final four. And if they get that far at 16 to one, then you have some maneuverability with your ticket. Yeah. And based on history, teams that uh, win the national championship on like the Ken, Ken Palm criteria, top 20 offense, top 20 defense. I've seen others where it's top 10 offense and top 35 defense. Uh, Aaron Yukon fits every one of those, you know, at the mold. They fit the mold of like previous championship teams. And, and quantitatively, they fit that mold, Mitch. And also why I like them moving forward. If you've seen them during the regular season, they can play a half-court plotting style, just did it against Villanova the other day, handled Villanova rather easily. But if they have to, they can play a fast-paced game with their guard. So I like UConn quantitatively. I like them with the eye test. And at 16-1, to 1, I like them in my futures portfolio. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Aaron Moore is our guest uh, VEASAN contributor, and he's in the Friday night betting invitational here as well with a bunch of other handicappers. Uh, how was your week last week, Paulie? Well, Aaron went 5-0 and in the there contest. So where, where do you actually currently sit in the standings on that Friday night show, Aaron? So I am, uh, not to toot my own horn, Mitch, I'm 9-1 and one over my last 10, not just one week. Uh, but I am uh, second or third, I think, behind Will Hill and Tim Murray, so... Uh, got a puncher's chance to move forward. Very good. Uh, you've also looked at you know futures in the past to you know players to win the most outstanding player. Have you did a deep dive into that yet, or is that going to be coming in the next week or so? So looking at it from a tournament standpoint, I uh, I, I want to go for most outstanding player. I, I'm high on Houston. I don't want to be Charlie Chalk here and talk about the number one seed and talk about the odds, but. If you look at this Houston team moving forward, they are possibly going to play the Final Four in their backyard. Mm -hmm. They have Shed. They have Sasser. The difference between this Houston team and why I like either one of those guys for maybe a most outstanding player is they're not just Houston from the last couple years of playing defense and hoping to win a 60s game. They can move forward now a little bit more with the offense. So I like Sasser. I like Shed as most outstanding player, because I really do see Houston moving far. You did a piece on VEASAN.com last week, a visitor's guide to Las Vegas during the madness. What, what tidbits do you have for people coming out and uh, some do's and don'ts? Well, I think the main thing, Paulie, is if you've done March Madness before, you know what you're getting into in Las Vegas. There are tons of crowds. Every sports book's going to be filled. You're going to bump shoulders as you walk down mm -hmm. the strip. So you have to really be ready for the crowds. If you've done it before, I think in this era now of mobile betting, you have the ability to move around Las Vegas. You don't have to be tied to a sports book. You don't have to be tied to a watch party. So if you've done it before, I think you really need to look for flexibility in terms of where you go and watch the games. You can go to local bars. You can go to local restaurants. Get off the strip. Go to Circa, see Stadium Swim, 
go to the South Point, go to the Red Rock. So I really think flexibility in where you go is important. If you've never done it before, you're going to have to deal with the crowds. You want to deal with that atmosphere. So you're probably going to go to a watch party. You're probably going to try to get to a sports book very early because you really have to be there and be part of a massive crowd when the game is minus seven and that team all of a sudden scores a meaningless last uh, second three-pointer and all of a sudden the game moves to four. You want to be part of that energy. But if you've been there before, look around Las Vegas. It's not just the strip. Yeah, you also want to be a part of these uh, races, bets that you can make. Oh. Uh, the first team to 15 first or the yeah. first team to 20 when you get a two versus a 15 and you're you're hanging on a ticket that's plus 550 on the 15 seed to get to 15 points first and it's 13 12 I mean that's that that you cannot that's priceless to me Aaron like you just talked about you need to be in a ballroom or a sports book during those type of uh, situations absolutely that we think of March Madness as a general college basketball fan oh who's the sleeper who's going to win the NCAA tournament no when you are there at March Madness that 15 to two game that race to five to five 10 15 that creates so much energy, and you can't duplicate that energy if you're watching this game at Buffalo Wild Wings in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> you have to be in Las Vegas. You have to be around people that are living and dying with the race to 15. It's a great atmosphere. It really is a bucket list item most college basketball fans have to check off. Aaron, approximately one minute left here. There is uh, an early morning start today. You love these games, 11.30 East Coast, 8.30 out here on the West Coast. UMass is playing Richmond. Richmond lane, two and a half total is 142.5. You like a bet in this game. What is it? So I'm taking the under 142.5. It's 11.30 a.m. Barclays Center. There is going to be very little people there, very little juice. 11.30 a.m., these guys are not accustomed to playing games at that time. Neither team has a chance to win the A-10 tournament. I don't think you're going to see that offensive energy that early in the morning, and you're certainly not going to have the fans involved. You can change the atmosphere, what is going to be a very dark Barclays Center. Very good. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Pub Relation Prof, a VEASAN contributor, doing very well in the Friday night college basketball betting contest as well. Aaron, thanks so much for the time today. Pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck to you. Thank you. There you go. Brad Powers tweet. Yearly reminder, this is the week to be in Vegas, not next week. Cheaper airfare hotel rooms, less crowded books, more betting opportunities. If you're just a college basketball fan, there are five different conference tournaments held in Vegas. Brad Powers. Can I explain what restaurants do as well? I got this from pretty good authority. Like during busy weeks, not only in Las Vegas, but I will tell you what they do. Okay. Uh, coming up next, and also win some, lose some. We'll recap last night's betting action here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.